0: There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. A story of peace and light A story of peace and light My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ. Who he is, what he has done, and what he is doing today. Go cast a hook, Peter. Ah, it's a good day when your boss tells you to go fishing. But that's what Jesus did. He told Peter, and take the first fish that you get, and when you have opened his mouth, thou shalt find a piece of money. Wow, going fishing and finding money on the same day? (laughs) Who wouldn't want to follow Jesus? In our last cup of good news, we heard Lenny tell about her childhood in India and how she saw the Lord show himself strong in protecting her family from more than one hostile encounter. In that episode, I liken Lenny to Nathaniel, a disciple who knew no guile. But today's episode, I think she's more like Peter. Lenny had a profession, and she was on track for a comfortable career in medicine. But like Peter, the Lord led her to forsake her nets and fish for men. How would he provide? She didn't know. But if God can provide finances out of a fish's mouth, he can provide for an Indian lady that he sends to the former Soviet Union. He can provide direction, confirmation, funding, visas, permanent residency. (laughs) I'm getting ahead of the story. So again, I'll let her tell her story. She's Linny, an Indian doctor, and this is how God sent her.
1: When I got graduated, In the year 2013, it was the time where I had to make a decision in my life. I was just praying and telling God, Lord, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to become doctor to earn money, but I want, you made me doctor and I want to serve you. So you show me a way. So whenever I pray, I could really feel that the Lord was asking me to come back to Georgia. But it was a total uh, impossible thing because I told my parents, but my parents were like, no, uh, your career is important. And I did not expect, you know, from uh, these words from my parents because they were actually serving the Lord. But when it came to their own daughter, they were like, career is important. Uh, they were like, you should get married. You should get settled. And, and then uh, you can, you can go wherever you want. But uh, I I felt in my heart that the Lord was asking me to come back to Georgia. You know, when all of my batchmates, when they left the country, they took their police clearance certificate, they closed their bank account. I went without uh, without even taking the police clearance or closing my bank account. Because I knew that uh, even if my parents are saying no, the Lord will bring me back to Georgia. I had that faith. I felt, you know, I... I don't know, I had that strong urge from God that I will come back to Georgia. So when I left, I left um, Georgia on 13th of June 2013. But I had my uh, temporary residence permit until 6th of February 2014. So as soon as I went to India, I started working in a private hospital i had very good remuneration i had like uh, 30000 indian rupee i was earning a lot but i i did not have peace i i never had satisfaction and every day when i sat for prayer i felt the lord was asking me to go back to georgia so apart from this uh in the hospital that i worked there was there was a lot of corruption there was a lot of corruption uh, so the director of the hospital he told me uh, that uh, you know, even if a patient comes with a headache, I have to speak to patient and I have to convince that you know there's this this epidemic going on and there's this thing and that thing and you know I, I should just make them do a lot of analysis because the hospital gets commission from the lab and then uh, you know the hospital also had uh, a collaboration with the pharmacy so they were like okay you have to prescribe these medicines and these things you know uh, so that the hospital would get commission it's purely god's grace that the lord did not allow me to take uh, money from people to do these wrong things you know that the director asked us to do so i was just praying and one day i was just praying and telling god that lord Somehow you have to talk to my parents, and I cannot tell them, and I cannot disobey them. If you truly want, if you truly want me to go back to Georgia, they should they should tell me to go. And you have to talk to them. And uh, uh, the next day, there was this uh, there was this missionary who happened to come across a house. So as he was passing by a house, he felt that God was asking him to come to a house and pray. And we personally, we don't know this man. He just came into a house and I was inside my room. And he came and he was speaking to my parents. And he asked, is there anybody else uh, in this house? And my parents said, my uh, oldest daughter, she's here. He was like, why don't you call her and ask her to come and join us? So I went and I, I did not say anything. We just prayed. And this man, he told my parents, you know, the Lord has a purpose for her life, and leave her in God's way. That's it. And uh, and then uh, we were we were sitting around uh, the dining table, and we were having dinner. And that day, that was first week of January. My dad, he asked, he just. Asked Linny, until uh, until when do you have your visa? So I said, I have until 6th of February. So he was like, all right, why don't you book the ticket next week? And I was shocked. And then uh, on 17th 17th of January, 2014, I come back to Georgia. But Brother Dean, uh, when my parents agreed, I truly did not know what to do. Before leaving the house, you know, before stepping out of my house, I went inside my room and I prayed. And I told God that, Lord, it is you who is sending me. You know, you're the one who is asking me to go. I put my complete trust in you. Hereafter, I'm not going to depend on my parents even for a single dollar. You should be my provider. And uh, uh, Brother Dean, uh, I'll tell you until today, My God, He's so faithful, you know, uh, He never, He never left me, He was always there to meet all my needs. He never left me hungry, even a single meal, you know, except for the days that I chose to fast and pray. Every single meal, the Lord, he, He provided me so faithfully. And uh, the year, when I came back, the year 2014, it was a, a period of uh, test. There were days in my life when I wanted money not for myself, but to help the students in need. There was one one of the students who was in need of money. He used to come to a fellowship. Now he got graduated and he went back to India. Now he's serving as a missionary doctor in northern part of India. So uh, he came and he asked me that if I could help him with finance, but I did not have. So it was like just very little, like 200 lari. Uh, The present, it's present $100 uh, because he needed 200 lari to pay his fees. And I just went to that park and, uh, you know, that day evening and I I was just praying and I told God that, Lord, uh, I want to help this student and uh, I don't have money. You know, he came and he asked and I I cannot help. Would you please provide? Do you know what happened while I was coming back, you know, from the park? I found 300 lari in the ground and, and there were no humans around so what what I did you know while coming back when I was going back to the back to my home you know I met the student on the way and I was able to give this money to that student so uh, this 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 truly happened if you believe it or not the Lord he he provided me so faithfully and uh, the year to when I came back the year 2014 it was a, a period of Uh, test test of my faith Uh, so what happened was by february 6 2014 my temporary residence card it got expired and i was no longer a student i did not have any job and uh, um, i didn't know what to do you know the lord took me to point zero but then in the year 2014 uh, they started this Georgian embassy in India. So by uh, by the month of August, the laws in Georgia, it changed. They said that every Indians in Georgia, if they have to renew their visa, if they have to renew the temporary residence card, they should travel back. They should go back to India and then apply from the Georgian embassy in India. And uh, so every Indians uh, that year, they had to go back to, they had to travel back to India. To renew their temporary residence card. So what happened? Um, I happened to meet a girl called Elsa. So I asked her, like, uh, you know, which church do you go and uh, um, and uh, like uh, where are you from? So she said she goes to uh, a church uh, in Didigomi, Didi and uh, you know that day she she told me about Pastor Charles and Miss Nana. So I just heard about it and I was so happy because, you know, there's, there's somebody, there are some missionaries, uh, uh, you know, who is serving the Lord in this land. And I always wanted to, um, wanted to meet them. Uh, so, uh, so now it's in the year 2015. So when it's, if it is February 6, 2015, it will be like one year since I, since I don't have my I mean since I'm illegal in this country so I I have I had heard from the seniors that um if you don't have residence permit we can be in this in this country for one year but after one year we'll have to leave the leave the country but when we leave we'll have to pay some penalties in the in, in the immigra- immigration department so but then uh you know I was just roaming around in the stability without without the visa without TRC And But then I was just praying. I was like, Lord, it is you who asked me to come to this land. And if this land belongs to you, it belongs to me. And you're the one who controls the hearts of kings and rulers. And you have to do something for me. So now it was like um, 5th of February, early morning, 3 o'clock. You know, I was just praying. I was on my knees and I was praying and I was telling God that, Lord, uh, uh, today, uh, tomorrow it will be like one year since I do not have my residence permit. Uh, you have to do something and you have to make a way. I do not know what to do, but uh, I heard a voice talking to me uh, to go and meet Pastor Charles. But then I, I never met Pastor Charles before, and I don't know him personally. And then I was like, oh God, if you truly want me to go and meet, I'm ready, but you'll have to direct me. So I knew that Pastor Charles was staying in Didi Digomi, and I heard it from Elsa. And uh, what happened, uh, you know, I, I knew that 24-number bus would go to Didi Digomi. I got into 24-number bus, and I was just praying. I was just praying and telling God that Lord I don't know where to get down but you have to lead me. You know when the bus stopped I felt like you know I should just get down and I should just uh, go around knocking at the doors of uh, you know of different houses and just asking them if they know that if they know if they knew any American missionary couples here couples living here. So you know I was just walking and as I was walking I Found a house, and the door was open. So I just knocked the door just to ask uh, if they knew someone called uh, you know Charles Hop Charles Hoblitz and Nina. And uh, you know when I when I knocked the door there was this table and there was an old man sitting there. So I so I asked him, do you know someone called Charles Hoblitz So he was like, come on in, I am that person. So I was like, are you past? To Charles. He was like, yes, I am Pastor Charles. And then I introduced myself to him. So I told him, uh, Pastor Charles, I'm a medical guy. So uh, I just told him that, uh, you know, I am in, in this state. You know, I don't have residence permit. And I just want you to pray for me. And I don't know what to do. So uh, he just prayed. And you know what happened after praying? he just he just felt uh, he's he just felt that you know the lord the lord asked him to help me in whatever way it was possible and after the prayer he just calls you know to lawyers and within one hour i get the documents for my temporary residence permit so it was 5th of february 2015 and i knew that it was god because until then uh, I, there was no way for me to get my residence permit uh, to get the documents for my residence permit neither from my university or from any places because i did not have any work and he 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 called the lawyers within one hour they gave me the res, they gave me the documents and but then i was like pastor charles even if you give me a document i will have to travel back to india because the Indians cannot apply for residence permit here, I'll have to go to India and then apply from the Georgian embassy in India. But then Pastor Charles, he told me one thing. He said, uh, "The scripture says the hearts of the kings and rulers are directed by God." And he told me, "You said that uh, it was God who asked you to come to Georgia. So if if the Lord has asked you to come." and if you know at the last moment if you get this document why don't you just go and try applying for visa so i was like yeah why shouldn't i just try so the next day it was 6th of february 2015 rightly exactly one year since i since my residence permit got expired so early morning i woke up in the morning i prayed i took the documents that i had and you know One part of my heart, I had fear because if the police, if they catch me, uh, if they see that I don't have the residence permit, they would deport me from the country. On the other hand, I had faith that, you know, it was God who gave me the document at the last moment. So God is in control. So I went and I stood in front of the Ministry of Justice. And as soon as they opened the door, I just ran inside. I took the number, I went to the operator, and the lady sitting in the operator, she was like, uh, what happened? So I said, I came to apply for my residence permit. And she was like, no, if you you have to go to India and you have to apply from Georgian Embassy in India. And she was like, uh, can you show me your residence permit? So I, I, I thought I thought for a moment that once they see my resid- one year expired residence permit, they are going to call police and they are just going to deport me from the country. So... I just gave her and uh, you know she started scrolling um, on the computer you know for a while and she was like uh, show me your documents so I gave the document and do you know what what happened brother Dean that you know after taking my document she told me one thing ma'am you are the most luckiest person on the earth the laws in Georgia it has it has been changed just half an hour ago. From today onwards, Indians can apply for residence permit, and you are the first Indian. You know, I, I did not, not know what to do. I just, I just, I just shouted hallelujah there. I just praised God, and uh, I knew that the Lord was working. And you know, I, I thought maybe I will have to pay some fine because I did not have the residence permit for one year. But then, until today. I did not even have to pay even a single lari as fine.
0: And, <laughs> I'm I'm know. sitting here wanting to say hallelujah too.
1: <laughs> That's
0: amazing.
1: <laughs> and there are so many things in between. And since then, you know, I'm there, and then the Lord is the Lord is truly using Pastor Charles and Miss uh, you know, to bless this nation, and. Uh,
0: you know, a lot of people are struggling in life, even even as Christians trying to find their purpose and their ministry. And when you uh-huh. see your father in heaven do these amazing things, I mean, send a missionary uh-huh. to your house to pray with mom and dad. The law uh-huh. has changed half an hour before you go there. You must have just this stability or confidence that God has called you.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, and when I see the hand of God working, I cannot stop myself, you know, from sharing Jesus Christ to the world because He is true, living God, and so many people miss a lot of things without knowing this true God.
0: The Of and when Peter went fishing at his Lord's direction, he wasn't really sure what he was going to catch. How big was the fish going to be? How much money would be in its mouth? When the Lord calls his people, he doesn't give us the details of how he's going to provide, does he? If he did, you and I wouldn't need any faith. I hope today's story about Lenny makes you long for a closer relationship of faith with this great provider, the loving Father. That's the impression it gave me. So in the first episode, we heard about the doctor's preparation. Today, you heard about her sending. And next time, she's going to share very recent events of current ministry that God has led her and her team to do with unreached people. You won't want to miss it. It will encourage you, refresh you, But that's always what happens with a cup of good news from a far country.